All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. How's it going, everybody? My name is Quinn Eaton. The original duo is here today. With me is... DJ Pig. DJ Pig. DJ, how are you? I know last week was a was a seemingly fun episode. I wasn't a part of it, but how did you feel about... I think that was the second time that I haven't been on the podcast, ever. Yeah, I forgot about that. What was The only other time was with uh, Blaine Bizzle, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember exactly, and I even think that I was in that one briefly Partially, or, yeah, but you took off you took off for a run a run or something like that yeah, yeah. But how was it but last no, week no it, it was good um still having to get the uh bitter taste of defeat out of my mm-hmm. in my mouth but uh thought i was going to get him on that last question just he was not tricked for those who might not have tuned in last week uh it was a fun episode isaac bayer sort of hosted it but i mean it was it was it was a team effort uh, called golfer or not he came to he came to me with the idea to pit uh two people against each other in a game of golfer or not uh gave names from the pga tour names from the corn fairy tour historical pga names uh that were all real um believe it or not um and i actually saw that one of the people that was on that list uh has since been arrested uh he pushed his wife into a wall and threw her phone into some sort of uh, backyard pool or koi pond. And so he was arrested uh, within the time that we did that episode and now. So that's that's pretty fun. That's a little fun fact. No kidding. Who was it? Eric Compton, I think. No kidding. How uh, I about think was that? his name, yeah. So, uh, Is that a corn fairy guy? I think so, but mm. I, I'd have to look at the list again. I, I'm not... Uh, entirely sure i don't want to put my eggs all in that basket but gotta watch out for them professional golfers man yeah uh they can swing um in more than one way hey Mm. i I was just saying you know i you know Mm. apparently you didn't like that i said that but listen uh we're back it's a dj and quinn episode i'm so happy that you've gotten your wi-fi figured out uh, that we can do this remotely from time to time of course we'll try to get back into the studio since we're paying rent there and do episodes But, but since i've moved uh, and of course, I'm now doing the podcast in a closet, uh, which is so much better than mm-hmm. than the studio. Uh, I uh, we, we have to do this remotely. We have to do this via Zoom, via Google Meet, um, which fun fact for people that are listening. Um, we do the, the show remotely, usually over Zoom. Occasionally, we've tried Google Meet, which is great. But the only problem is comparative to Zoom. Zoom, you finish the recording and it tells you immediately that it's processing, that you'll have access to the audio. Google Meet, you finish the recording, and then it's just, we'll get it to you at some point. And so I've sat there for five minutes before, and then it shows up in my email. I've sat there for three hours. One day that we recorded with it, I even had to wait until the next day. So I think the podcast ended up, ended up coming out late. Uh, that, to me, just is too anxiety-inducing. I'm not really sure why they would do that for their recording software, but... We're doing it via Zoom, even though Google Meet might sound a little bit better. But hopefully people can for, forgive us uh, as we move into a new era, if you will, of all you need to know where we're doing a lot of the shows remote. Hey, I'm just glad that we got the original duo back here. That is the classic format. This is like three weeks in a row that I've been on. And it's I'm impressive. here to stay. Oh, I know people keep telling me, man, when are you going to get back on? I'm tired of listening to Isaac. And I keep uh-huh. telling them I'm back. 
I'm back. And, Just like Michael Jordan said when he came out of retirement, I'm back. And last week for me might have been kind of a quality control week because I, I could have fit it in, but I honestly I don't know how you feel. Do you usually feel refreshed whenever you you come back from uh, maybe two week hiatus of not doing the podcast, or or do you feel like it's better to kind of just stick with it and get get in the in the rhythm? You know, I think I was I was missing more than I wanted to mm-hmm. for a pretty good little while there. Uh, but no, every now and then to be able to take a week or two off is uh, you come back in and you you've got a whole new fresh wind and energy going. Sure. And I and I think that might be good going forward. I don't know how much I'll miss, but it's good to know that we've got you know, a revolving door of uh, myself, you, Thad Buchanan, Isaac Bayer. Uh, Isaac will be upset that I said his name last there, but any of those guys can come in and kind of co-host or move the podcast forward. And talking about moving the podcast forward, kind of an exciting little piece of information here. All you need to know, all time streams has reached over 85,000. So, hey, claps, claps for us. That's yeah. got to be up there in the rankings, right? What are we top 10 now? Uh, no, I don't think so, because I think a lot of very popular podcasts like the Joe Rogan Experience, they get you know millions of downloads per episode. Uh, so we haven't even cracked the 100K mark. But whenever we do, mm. it will be a, a party. party. Yes, we will definitely celebrate accordingly. But this has been a, a lengthier intro, and we've got a topic that uh, we had to kind of tiptoe around whenever we were honing in on it. Uh, do you want to kind of explain how that happened? Because we thought we had a topic picked out and then I kept saying, Hey, by the way, this, this is, is what's going on. Wait, are you talking about for this episode? Yeah. Remember um, I, we, we were like, Oh, let's do that one. That'll be fun. And then I just sat there for a second and then sent you a text because, yeah, and because we had already done it. Yes. So yeah. that is, that is becoming more and more frequent of a thing where we, we almost, get a an entire outline ready for an episode and then i or dj go wait a second go back into the vault and we see that we've already covered it now in our defense last time uh the the topic that was most similar to this one was or we've actually done two and i think both of them would been have been with isaac so that kind of gives us a different perspective uh going forward with this one it makes me feel better because isaac was a part of i believe episode 91 which was just titled football and then episode 233, which was titled Fantasy Sports. So Listen, we're, we're going to cover those two things as we talk about today's topic. But that's it's a, it's a kind of a different focus for today's. Right. Episode. I I'll be the first to say that I can't I can't stand Isaac. Um, so it pains me to say this. But episode what did you say it was 81 or 91? 91. Football? Yeah, that was a good episode. That was a good mm-hmm. episode. Long time ago. But that was a good one. That's where Isaac proposed the glass cannon rule, which is one of my yes. favorite things that has ever come from all yeah. you need to know lore. Uh, for those that aren't longtime listeners, basically, we were thinking of some ways to kind of spice the game of football up. Not that it needs to be spiced right. up, but if it, if it did need a, a little bit of a slam ball effect, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Because, of course, slam ball just finished up uh, on ESPN, and that was a fun run of trampling basketball. But Football is already exciting, but on its own. But we were throwing away, throwing around some different ideas, like you would a pigskin. And Isaac said, "Hey, here's a rule called the glass cannon rule. Once every game, you can throw one of your players out there, either offensive or defensive, and they're completely butt ass naked. And 
whatever they do is double points. If they score a touchdown, it's double points. If they kick a field goal, it's double points. If they tackle the quarterback, it's an automatic safety, no matter where it is on the field. So a lot of exciting things there. We're not going to be talking about the glass cannon rule, even though I wouldn't mind to just really, oh, fantastic. I wouldn't mind to hone in on the glass cannon rule uh, for just a singular episode. I think there's a lot there to get to, yeah. but there's a lot to get to in this episode too, which is why we're going to go ahead and transition into episode 278. Today's topic, NFL Sunday ticket and red zone. It's It's got to be one of the best things that's ever happened in the history of the universe, right? You think if you, of... If if you can afford it. The, the invention of fire, uh, running water, and then NFL Sunday ticket. I would think those are the... Those are the top three things that have ever been invented uh, and been given to man and woman, of course, uh, mm. to enjoy. So what is NFL Sunday ticket and red zone? Because you mentioned if you can afford it. We'll get to that in a second. But right. kind of just breaking down that that basis of what it is first. Um, It's football. It's what feel. Here's what it feels like. It's football available to you at your fingertips. 24-7. It's not 24-7, but it feels like it's 24-7. All the games, you're completely and totally in the know. You might as well be. I mean, by having, if you pay for NFL Red Zone Sunday ticket, you are just as, if not more qualified than Booger McFarlane. Okay, and that's fair. And it's actually interesting that you said that because I just saw that for this year's ESPN broadcast, Booger was completely taken off of the uh, analyst list. So he's, I don't mm. know if he's going to be on there, but there's no Booger mobile or anything like that, which no offense to him was one of the worst things that's ever happened. It's just not um, good. It was not good, but you, you did a pretty, pretty good job. It's just football at your fingertips with NFL mm. Sunday ticket. And it's 18 weeks of commercial free football. Ugh. Of course, you've got games on Mondays, Monday night football. You've got games on Thursdays. Thursday night football later on into the season, you've got some Saturday prime time games and things like that. But for the most part, there's one day, there's one day that belongs to NFL football. They claimed it and it's mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. And Oh my gosh, I love my Sundays. I usually get up, go to church, uh, eat a quick lunch or don't eat lunch at all because I'll have a sandwich or something. I rush mm. back to my television and turn on NFL Sunday ticket because it is one of the most exciting entertainment options that you could ever spend money on. Right. And I noticed, I I just want to make a quick correction. You said you rush back home from church and uh, turn on your television. It is not television. It's televisions. Televisions. Yes. I, I like, like we mentioned earlier, I've moved. So I'm currently trying to figure out my, televisions uh planning and mm. set up i know that this year so usually with nfl sunday ticket it's been a direct tv product this is the first year where it belongs to youtube tv they seem to be doing some very exciting things with it and one of those things is on nfl sunday ticket on youtube tv you can do multi-view so your tv screen can be split up into four different games and i feel like I'm going to have to kind of see, I've got a television that I have access to that I could take, but limited space in my new place. I don't know if I want to bring a television just to use it for football season. It's a little complicated. 
but I know that YouTube TV is going to offer the four games at once. Now, I wonder if can I can I do three games in NFL Red Zone on one? You know, that's those are the important questions that I'm going to ha- kind of have to do a trial run with that first week and see if I right. do need that additional television. But yes, DJ, you're right. I have at one point even gotten four televisions going at once mm. to take in NFL Sunday ticket. Th- and I, those I were the heydays. And I don't regret it at all. There's no remorse. There's no feeling of of self hatred. It's all just you know joyous. It's all great memories. I remember, mm. of course, maybe you and a couple other friends coming over and, and partaking in uh, the the church of Sunday Ticket. And I don't mean to say that Sunday Ticket is you know on the same level as Jesus or God or, the, or the Holy Spirit. I'm just saying because it's on a Sunday, we all congregate and watch it. We're not praising it, but we're partaking in it. One could right. say that that maybe that that is the church. I don't want to, of course, offend anyone, any religious people, but right. What does it mean to the average man, NFL Sunday ticket? Because super fans, of course, have to have it. But Mm. the average man, like, I feel like it's even one of those things where if you don't have Sunday ticket, you know, you you can't sit at the cool table, right? It's, uh, I can imagine that it's a lot like, I mean, if you don't have Sunday ticket, which I never have. So I feel like I can say this. It it feels like being below the poverty line hmm. is what it feels like. Uh, you feel like you are in the outs. You feel like you're constantly borrowing. I'm always the the kid watching the game through the window of my neighbor's house uh-huh. is what it feels like. Uh, it's definitely a thing. Like It doesn't matter how big your house is. It doesn't matter if you've got a car that can run. If you've got NFL Sunday ticket, you're respected in this community. Yeah, and... While you were saying that, it kind of reminded me of another thing that is often viewed as a luxury item, right? But you don't always want to own said luxury item. NFL Red Zone is a, or NFL Sunday Ticket or both is a lot like owning a boat. If you don't own it yourself, you at least should know someone that does. And it's almost even better to just know someone that does because then you get to enjoy it, but you don't have to pay for anything. You just Absolutely. go, you just go and, oh, wow. Oh, oh, touchdown. Oh, fumble. You know, you know uh, you're, you're watching yeah. and then you say, well, I didn't have to pay for any of this. I'm going to go ahead and head out. I'll see you next week. So right. same thing with a boat. You go out on your friend's boat and, oh, wow, that was great. And then while they're kind of, you know, fumbling around with all the stuff and trying to make sure that it's all packed up, you're just walking off the dock, you know, waving, saying, see you next time. Thanks for having me. So, yep. NFL Sunday tickets, a luxury item, but as long as you know someone that has it, or maybe you actually, I think now with, with YouTube TV, it'd be easier to split it with someone because I believe they're doing some sort of like, there's no limit on how many screens you can have going with it, which is just for oh. me, I can't imagine because that means that I could, if the multi-view thing is is true and good, I could have three televisions that are all split up into games. four different games and have 12 games on at once but then what do you need red zone for because nfl red zone is an additional thing for for sunday ticket let's go ahead and get into the price points because that's that's of course very important with nfl ticket and let us remind you uh the listener that we are not being paid by the nfl or uh sunday ticket or red zone to promote promote this though if they listened or at least saw this and and saw that we were hyping up their product maybe they would kind of let us in on a little bit of that cash uh, because mm. we don't really have that and we don't really if, get that. 
If the deal was right. If the deal. We're, was we're right. not going to shortchange ourselves, though. Exactly. Thank you for saying that, DJ. But non YouTube TV subscribers to Sunday Ticket for the year, uh, it's $449. With Red Zone, it's $489. So if you do the math on that without Red Zone, that's $25 per week that you're spending to watch NFL games that are out of market uh, on your. YouTube TV Sunday ticket subscription. Now, if you are a YouTube TV subscriber, it definitely helps out. So imagine you're paying, I think, $74 a month for YouTube TV. On top of that, you're getting a break on Sunday ticket, $349 for the full season, $389 if you add on Red Zone. So Red Zone is going to be $40 extra per, uh, you know, either if, if you're a YouTube TV subscriber or not. Uh, and I have actually seen deals too where they're offering Sunday or Red Zone on its own through NFL Plus, I think. So you can pay something like $9.99 a month and you get access to NFL Network and you get access to, to I think, Red Zone. Um, that's probably one of the more price conscious uh, options. But of course, you don't have the option to choose what games you want to watch because with Red Zone, it switches right. around for you, which honestly is, I love it. I mean, I can't imagine watching football any other way. But those price points, DJ, just straight up, is it worth it or not? No. Wow. Okay. Well, and, explain. and here's why I say this, because chances are. Well, if, and I, did, I forgot to say $19 per week uh, for the YouTube TV subscriber. So if you do the math in your head, maybe you're going out to do a two for 20 at Applebee's every week. You just kind of cut back on that so you can watch football. Uh, you know, it's close. It's close. But I, the, here's why I say no. Because chances are, if you're like me, you've got a friend mm. like you sure. who's got Sunday ticket. Uh, now, the problem that I'm going to run into this year is you're no longer living locally. Sure. So that tune may change real quick here in about four or five weeks luckily for you though you're a cowboys fan and i think most of those are on television anyways because they're quote unquote america's team so yeah you kind of and they watch the game of the week each each week yeah yeah and and i can do that and i can i but you know that's also that's uh that's a bitter sweetness because those oftentimes are quite miserable to watch mm -hmm. i've watched a fair number of cowboys games with you uh and as much as I enjoy sometimes seeing the Cowboys fall apart mm. because you're not enjoying it so much. It makes me not as not enjoy it as much because I imagine the pain that that team is putting you through. And I so appreciate I can't it. enjoy it. Yeah. If, if that means anything to you, of course. Yeah. But whenever you ask me if it's worth it or not, uh, it, it really doesn't matter what they charge for it. I will be buying it. And and I'm, I'm even in kind of a tight budget situation right now at this point in my life. And it would just, it doesn't matter. $800. Is that what you said? Sure. Here, here's my credit card. Put it on there. Take it. Yeah. yeah. What? Whoa. It went up to a thousand dollars. Ah, well, that's too bad for me here. Take my credit card. Uh, and I actually just put my credit card on file because it doesn't matter what you charge for this product. I will just continually pay for it year after year. And with direct TV, it was kind of a weird thing because you know, the football season's 18 weeks or whatever, the regular season, uh, 17 weeks and a bye for, for all NFL teams. Mm -hmm. And with DirecTV, it used to be like they would do some hidden shady stuff where if you didn't cancel it 
as soon as the season was over, then they just kind of threw on a couple like $10 charges here and there during the off season. And you were oh. just like, ah, oh, you know, I don't, I don't care to, to mess with that. But I mean, direct TV shady. I'll tell you right now. And I, and I'm, I'll go ahead and put my, put my hands up and say, I'm anti direct TV. All right. And now they're trying to shift. They're backpedaling and trying to do their own internet uh, streaming, like DirecTV stream or whatever it is. Like, hey, just give up. You lost. You know, yeah. all these other things came in. They they stole all your customers. They offered it for a fraction of the price. And you're mm-hmm. gouging people and you're, you're doing stuff, like I said earlier, hidden fees like that. You deserve yeah. to lose customers. And you lo- deserve to lose Sunday Ticket because they did such a terrible job managing it. I remember last year, I think two weeks out of the year, out of the 18 week slate, it crashed and you have to be, and, and I have no idea how any of that stuff works, you know, technology wise, but I'll go ahead and arrogantly and armchair quarterback say from my seat, you can't let that happen. No, it's one day Sundays, one day. And it happens for 18 weeks. You can't have that mess up. And Not if people you... are paying $455 for it. If you're going to, I mean, people will pay it. But by golly, if you're going to ask them to pay it, it better work. They better get to see their football. I'll give YouTube TV maybe one pass. But then if, if it happens twice, I'm going to start sending some some well-written, articulated emails to them to see if mm. I can get some sort of discount. But As you should. Hopefully, hopefully no problems happen during the season because I love, like I said earlier, I love a Sunday. And what happens at least in the central time zone, which both of us live in. Right. The 12 o'clock slate is the first thing that happens. And that's where most of your games are. So Mm -hmm. you're getting battles from all across the country, all happening at the same time, which is why Sunday ticket is so critical. Because if you don't have it, or if you don't have red zone, you kind of feel like you miss a lot of the action. Now, could someone just watch SportsCenter or some other show throughout the week that kind of recaps each game. Sure. It's not the same. But is that in real time? No. Mm -hmm. And why do you need to know about games in real time, DJ? Two things I'm thinking of. If you're watching NFL on a Sunday, what are two reasons why you would want to know how things are going in real time? Uh, Fantasy football. Uh Uh-huh. And betting. And betting. That's exactly right. So... The rush that you sometimes feel on a on a Sunday when you've got eight minutes left in the fourth quarter and you've for some reason bet Russell Wilson over on passing yards and you need him to somehow throw 80 yards in the last eight minutes, right? And if he does that and you're watching, it's a remarkable experience. Euphoric. Because, because the odds, especially with a Russell Wilson bet like that, had to have been greatly in your favor. Mm. And so whenever things play out like that in real time or with the other one, fantasy football, you need a late game touchdown from maybe a garbage time touchdown uh, from Cordero Patterson. He's always getting garbage time touches, right? Mm. And he just rushes into the end zone, holds the ball up, spikes it into a kid's face, and you go up mm. by 10 points on your fantasy game. There's nothing like knowing that that's happening as it's happening. Yeah, it's not the same. You don't you don't get the same feeling Mm-mm. by watching the highlight later. You might see it pop up on your fantasy, and at that point, maybe it's like a Phil Mickelson fist pump or activation on the thumbs. Yep. But I'm talking like 
when when I say euphoric, that's not an understatement. That's no. like standing up, both fists in the air, Rocky style. You know, just high fiving, high fiving someone uh, through there. Yes, it doesn't matter if you know them. No, that it, that person. That person might have hit your sister right in the face part before that, but uh-huh. if that happened, it doesn't matter. You're going to give them a high, high five. five. I just maybe want a bro hug. Yeah. Yep. Or I just went up 15 points in my fantasy mm. game this week. Yeah. But the 12 o'clock slate, uh, like I said, I usually go to church, rush home, and sit down, get all my television set up. And that's whenever I turn on Red Zone's channel, right? And with the Red Zone channel, and I'm sure people have seen memes about it uh, and videos all over social media, there's a countdown clock. And counts down from I don't know how long before the the stream actually starts, but oh my gosh! Once you get to minus two minutes on that red zone countdown clock, and then Scott Hansen comes in and says, "Welcome to NFL Red Zone. Hope you're ready for seven hours of commercial-free football." And then they bring up the Octabox. Oh my gosh! They start going into games. Here's what's going on in Cleveland. We've got a good matchup here. And then look at what Joe Burrow's warming up in Cincinnati. And you just, I got chills just, just hearing that. And I can't mm. wait for that, that day, that moment here in a couple of weeks where I've got probably a beer. I've got some, some mixed nuts or pretzels and a mm-hmm. bowl and a big bowl, maybe even something that's not even a bowl, but I'm using it as a bowl, right? Yeah. I need a big bowl. Just a bucket, a five gallon bucket of pretzels, sure. whatever it is. And I'm just, I'm, I'm there for the day. Don't if 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 you know me, you don't ask me to do anything on a Sunday afternoon during the football season. I'm I, you know right. where I'll be, and you can come see me. I'm not saying oh I can't see you today. Come see yeah. me, but you know where to see me. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a question for you. Sure. The Scott Hansen countdown, like as the countdown breaks, and welcome to NFL Red uh-huh. Zone, or. Chris Collinsworth slide in. What do I prefer? Yeah. Well, I I'll tell you what I I from what I've heard is that the Chris Collinsworth slide in is no more. Um, yeah, I kind of noticed that last year. Uh, I think that they got rid of it because he wasn't with Al Michaels anymore because Al Michaels shifted to the Amazon Prime game on Thursday uh... nights. I I don't know. That's a tough one, but just because Scott Hansen. And him announcing seven hours of commercial free football gets me into a place where it's like an it's an extreme dopamine release. And uh, I love the Chris Collinsworth slide in, but it's the timing of the Chris Collinsworth slide in, right? Because with the Scott Hansen seven hours of commercial free football, it's all out in front of me. With the Chris Collinsworth slide in, that's that last game of Sunday. And that's I know true. that's the last game of the day. And then I've got to get back back to work the, the following morning. So I think it's the timing of those. I would I would pick Scott Hansen over that. Um, and wedged in between that 12 p.m. slot and the Sunday night football game, which I love Sunday night football, right? Oh, Carrie of Under- course. Carrie Underwood's song, Waiting All Day for Sunday Night, used to be Hank Williams Jr. that did yeah. it until he said something, I think, offensive. Uh, we won't get into Probably. that. Probably. But wedged in between that is the afternoon slate. So you usually have your game of the week. The Cowboys, for some reason, always play in that slot. But you've also got, you know, maybe four to, to six games, usually like maybe even three games going on in the afternoon slate. So not as exciting, not as much going on, but you're mm-hmm. still getting three or four games going on at the same time. Now, this is where I'm going to be excited to take part in the 
multi-view because I think I'm going to really utilize that during the afternoon sleep because in the afternoon red zone, it doesn't switch around as much. So you might mm -hmm. as well just have four games on and just watch all four at the same time because then you can see whatever's going on. But yeah, I, I'm excited to kind of kind of play with things this year and see what my my strategy uh, is going to be with Sunday ticket. So mm. the afternoon slate, how do you feel? Because I was actually going to mention that that's kind of maybe the second half of the afternoon slate. That's when the Sunday scaries kind of start to kick in for me where I kind of realize, oh, gosh, you know, now we're kind of getting to the end of the football Sunday. Uh, well, like you said, a lot of the Cowboys games take place in that like 315 yeah. time. Uh, and so that's correct. A lot of times I will even not having Sunday ticket unless I'm going and watching all afternoon football, which, you know, I don't do as much anymore as, mm -hmm. uh, as I had to get a big boy job and I married my lovely wife and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, those college days are behind me. Uh, but so a lot of times the Sunday afternoon comes after church nap, wake up, try to catch a Cowboys game and cry through that. Sure. And then it, depending on what the Sunday night game is, I usually watch that. Uh, so. Sounds like red zone maybe wouldn't even be a good financial decision for you because you might not have the time for it. Well, I would, I think that I would certainly use it if I did pay for it, but yeah. uh, it's one of those things that like, if there's just like, Oh man, this Sunday's full of games. Like that's probably a Sunday. I'm going to try to go uh, a full of good games. That is, yeah, I'm probably going to try to go and find a place that has Sunday ticket and sit down and watch those sure. games. Uh, but it's not every single week that I'm like itching, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't quite have the addiction you do. You I, and it's fair to, to, to call it an addiction. Um, we'll finish off, uh, this episode with kind of a question, um, that you can probably answer for me. But before we do get to that last thing, we've mentioned Scott Hansen and red zone. And did you know, Scott Hansen is, is of course the, the man the face of uh, Red Zone, he mm -hmm. he was there were all, there were two people doing it at one point. Uh, another guy named Andrew Siciliano, uh, he's no longer doing it. So now it's just Scott Hansen. The weight of Red Zone rests on the shoulders of Scott Hansen. Mm -hmm. And did you know that whenever he hosts it, of course it's seven hours of football. He he does not take a bathroom break at all. Did you know that? Is that fact checked? Do we know that for sure? I think it is. Uh, he said it in interviews uh, that he's done, uh, both audio interviews and, uh, you know, he's, he's sat down with, with interviews with uh, sports writers before and talked to them about it. I, for one, don't feel like it's super necessary for him to to make that sacrifice for us. I do appreciate yeah. it, though. I, 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 I think that he could take a bathroom break and say, well, we're going to throw the Dolphins game on for just a second and I'll be right back. Like, I don't. OK, as long as the Dolphins game's on, I'm good. I think, yeah, well, I, and here's, here's my thing. I don't know. Is he totally necessary? Cause I think you could just switch from one game to the other as teams get into the red zone and you're getting ready to see a scoring moment. Yeah. And I don't know that, like, do we really need that? And here is Joe Burrow getting ready to throw a touchdown probably in the next 20 seconds. That's like true. he he definitely could leave for short periods of time. Like, hey, I gotta take a leak, or hey, I had Chipotle for lunch, and it's about yeah. to I'm about to drop a bomb in a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And 
that's actually a fair point. And especially with nowadays, you're seeing all of these potential jobs being replaced by artificial intelligence. Is Scott Hansen one of those jobs that, you know, you could maybe mm. just record somebody or maybe he would agree to do it as long as he got royalties from it. And it was just, uh, we now head to Cleveland where blah, blah, blah. Deshaun Watson is on the 25 yard line, you know, that, mm. that kind of thing. Like, I, you know, I, I guess that'd be fine because there are a lot of people that watch sports on mute. They don't care about the commentators and it's true. whoever's whoever's hosting them and guiding them through that game. They don't really care for because they just want to watch the football. And sometimes there are some nice, uh, you know, commentary moments where it adds to the game or the presentation. But I don't know. I kind of I'm, I'm right on the fence of commentators matter and commentators don't because a good commentator I don't ever notice, but a bad commentator, I do. Does that make sense? Yeah. What was the what was the fella a couple of years ago that uh, having the time of his life? Yeah, he uh, I think last time I saw that, that was, a, of course, a viral moment where the guy, I don't know what happened. I think he just kind of froze up. Um, yeah. Maybe the moment was a little too big. I think he's working for like NFL, uh, the NFL Spanish broadcast. So he landed on his feet. Um, wasn't with the national broadcast, but good for him. You know, he, he he's still making yeah. it and he's doing fine. Um, but sometimes the duos, like you saw ESPN pay a boatload of money for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, right? And yeah. Tro- Troy Aikman every year looks a darker shade of red and I'm worried about him. And I don't know if somebody yeah. should check on him, uh, but that's almost kind of like you mentioned earlier, the Chris Collinsworth slide in. Scott Hansen announcing football like that's part of my Sunday is like me saying, yeah. whew, Troy Aikman's looking pretty red." But yeah, that that to me is not as a big of a part as you know the camera angles, the instant replays, the you know wh- whatever else they do, the stats, putting the stats up on the on the screen whenever I'm watching the game. That stuff's more important. But mm-hmm. let me end with this question, DJ: What percentage of men? do you think in this country or I guess the world use Sunday ticket NFL Sunday ticket as their form of therapy. They don't pay for counseling. They instead pay for Sunday ticket and they just go uh, blank with their brain on Sundays. They sit there and watch football that resets them to go out and handle the rest of the week. Is it what percentage of the male population or what percentage of the men who have Sunday ticket use it as let's that? Say, let's say male population. Let's just put it there. Oh, um, I would have to go with a, with a strong, like 67% of the male population, which is a lot. I was going to say 65 and that's, okay. that's legit. Like that's the number that I, I had before you, you said anything. I think it's a lot. Um, and I think the other percentage of, there's like maybe 10% that have Sunday ticket, but they use it kind of just sparingly. And they're not, it's not appointment television type thing where they have they just to have the money. They, they have the money to blow. Um, and then the rest of the people don't have it at all. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's kind of how the math works out. I think a significant portion of the male population, at least in the United States is just Sunday ticket is their reset button. Um, and that's absolutely, is that a good thing? Probably not, but is it a bad thing? I guess not, because if it does give you that ability to kind of reset, um, you know, depending on how you do on your fantasy matchups and your betting too, probably goes into cuts into how much you enjoy each Sunday. But if yeah. it is giving you 
a sense of uh, enjoyment, um, a sense of happiness, then hey, more power to them. Absolutely. Exactly. And so, again, we are not being paid by NFL Sunday Ticket. We're NFL Red Zone. Um, but I do feel like we'd said enough. Uh, this was basically just a 30-minute infomercial for those two products. So let's just say that the people from Sunday Ticket, the great people from Sunday Ticket or Red Zone, listen to this and they say, wow, these guys need to maybe we'll just give them a podcast to talk about how great our product is every single week. We'd be happy to do it. So if anybody's listening, just send us an email. It, it, it plays it right here in just a second. Uh, Keith Bell says it. So just kind of listen up, mm. write it down and, and and shoot us a message. But DJ, great to get with you this week uh, for this episode. Um, this is getting me excited for football season, which is just right around the corner. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it a whole lot until this episode. I'm pumped. I am too. So best of luck to the Cowboys. Um, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll watch a little bit. Of and to the Vikings. Together. Hey, Vikings get a good chance this year. Kirk. I'm I'm all in on Kirk. I think everybody else is too. But yeah. Anyways, that's gonna do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJP, and this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook, or send us an email at All You Need the Number Two No Zero Zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.